On this episode of Off Course Agility, I'm wrapping up the year 2023. So this will be my last episode of uh, 2023. And uh, as I did at the end of 2022, um, Spotify for podcasters gives me this nice message at the end of every year that they call it the year wrapped. Uh, so, you know, this year, of course, it was year 2023 wrapped. And uh, I must admit, they send this email and there's a link in it and you click the link and it presents you with some facts about your podcast. And it's very positive and encourages you to keep going. That's, that, that's, that's my take on how that, that is. But uh, I'll share what uh, it told me. And remember, I don't really know how it gets its information. You know, some of it is a mystery to me. But uh, the first thing it told me was that uh, in uh, 2023, my most... Uh, Listen to episode. My top episode was the episode two, which was entitled Choices. I talked about choices in agility and uh, a personal choice that I made. Then uh, it told me that 64% uh, of my listeners discovered my podcast in 2023. I, I find that a little hard to believe. I, I don't believe I have a lots and lots of listeners, but I do thank every one of you that do listen to my podcasts. Then uh, it said 27% of my new listeners started with season four, episode one, which was uh, the first one I did this year, which was where I had some fun I had read a lot uh, at the end of last year about ChatGPT, and there's been a lot about that. Matter of fact, on the news today, I heard the New York Times is suing ChatGPT because apparently it was trained on uh, the data that, you know, articles from the New York Times. And I must admit that that doesn't seem right in my, my mind being a, a computer guy in a way that, you know, intellectual property to just take it and use it in another uh, new technology without any, at least, you know, a footnote or something that the data you're presenting to your user came from this source does seem wrong. I know that's a big deal. Uh, there's a lot of that in the, the artificial intelligence world where I think we'll see more lawsuits about that. This isn't certainly the first one. It would seem like that is going to need some sort of uh, resolution eventually. Anyway, I'm diverging off, off my podcast. So <laughs> I'll go back to uh, the facts that uh, it presented me about my uh, podcast. Um, it told me that I have been streamed in four countries. 91% of my people listening have been in the USA. Um, and I don't know if it told me the others. I forget now. If, I, if I, it told me, I didn't jot it down. Um, then it, it gave me some weird facts, which, I, you know, like I said, I don't know how it determines this stuff. But uh, 
it told me that uh, the people that listen to my podcast, um, the other podcasts, the other top three podcasts that people that listen to my podcast listen to are true, true crime podcasts, which I'll admit I, I don't, well, I won't say I've never listened to one, but I don't listen to a lot of them. Uh, comedy, and I don't know, I guess I've listened to some things that have comedy in it, but I'm just, you know, thinking how this correlates to what I listen to in podcasts. I'd say most of my podcasts I would call more of a news-related podcast. Uh, and then number four is a society and culture. I mean, number three, number three of the podcasts uh, is society and culture, whatever that means. Then it told me that the music the listeners of my podcast like, this kind of makes sense because I would somewhat agree that it's things I listen to. It says number one is pop. Oh, I might disagree that I don't necessarily listen. I definitely listen to pop music because I tend to just listen to a radio station or something when I'm driving around. But the radio station I listen to, I would call a rock station. Uh, number two was rock, and number three was soft rock. So that supposedly is what you, my listeners, listen to uh, <laughs> when you're not listening to me. <laughs> Uh, take it for what it's worth. Like I said, I don't know how they come up with this uh, this type of data, but uh, they do. <laughs> um, it also told me that uh, I had increased 19% uh, the uh, streams. I, I don't even know what that means now. Now that I jotted it down there, I'm not 100%. Uh, I guess maybe I had 19% more streaming. I guess that's it. Maybe 19% more listening. Uh, not sure what that means. It told me that my followers were up 16%. So if you're a longtime follower, a new follower, I thank you. And as I always say, uh, it's best to follow this podcast because I'm very sporadic. This will be my seventh episode of 2023. Uh, so I've done one more than I did last year. So that might be why it's up. And those percentages where it said it's up, they could very well be based off of last year. So once again, they didn't give it. You know, I am a computer guy and a number guy. And, uh, you know, statistics, when they don't tell you how they calculated the statistic. You don't know. It's all, you know, all numbers. Uh, you know, people have told me, you know, you know, I think others have said it, you know, you can make statistics show you whatever you wanted to show it if, if you just choose the right stuff. Anyway, so apparently 16% more uh, followers. I would imagine that means over last year. It this, this one definitely uh, must be over last year. It told me I have 56% more minutes created this year than probably I did last year, which I guess that might be because I had six episodes this year. And I'm going to be frank, I was pretty lengthy in each of those episodes, whereas last year I only had six, although the comparison probably was to the six. Um, and they probably were a little shorter, uh, is my guess, but I'm not sure. I, you know, I, I always shoot to for the podcast to be like 
30 minutes to an hour. But this year, I know most of them were very close to an hour. And then, uh, then it told me um, that I uh, <laughs> have 10 people who, ah, uh, this, ten, for 10 people, this podcast is in their top 10. I guess top 10 podcasts that they listen to. And then for nine of, most likely nine of those 10 people, it was actually in the top five of podcasts they listen to. Now, mind you, you might only listen to, maybe you're only interested in agility and you only listen to me. So, of course, you, I would be in your top 10. I'd be in your top five. Um, I don't know what all my listeners listen to. Uh, but, you know, you can always uh, email me at offcourse at optimum.net and tell me. Tell me what you listen to. Dispute my, my figures that Spotify has told me. And then it told me for one person, for one person, I am, uh, oh, no, no, strike that. I'm sorry, I had the number wrong. For four people, four listeners, you, I am your number one podcast. So I would imagine for those four people, probably the only time they listen to a podcast is mine. I, I, I'm a humble guy, I, you know. Uh, and I know certain people listen to podcasts. and I, There's podcast people and there's people who don't listen to podcasts. I do listen to a lot of podcasts or let me say, I listen to, the ones I listen to, I tend to lock onto and I listen to every episode. So, uh, and some of my podcasts are Mets related because I'm a Mets fan, baseball. So I, I listen to, I think at the moment, I probably listen to three or, yeah, I think it's maybe three, maybe four podcasts that are just about the Mets. So, and I pretty much listen to uh, them all the time when they come out, but like, now in the off season, they don't they don't uh, have as many podcasts, um, and then like I said, I listen to some news podcasts, and uh, eh, it's interesting, interesting. So that's me, and that's my podcast, and that's pretty much what it told me. Oh, and one other interesting fact, which I wasn't really sure how to interpret, it said fifty percent of the people joined me the, for the first time this year. So I guess that means 50% of my listeners this were first-time listeners this year. Um, and if you're a new listener, thank you. And I hope you follow me, and I hope you keep listening. I think I might take uh, – this is going to be a very short podcast because I'm just wrapping up the year here for the podcast. But I did recently watch uh, the NADAC – they're on the, and I, I, I've said this before, I'm not really a Facebooker, so I uh, had, I occasionally check in at the NADAC forum, but it's very random. I don't go to it all the time. And, and in some ways, there's not a lot of activity there. But I did go there. I think my sister actually called my attention to it, and then eventually I went to the forum and I saw it. NADAC, uh, it was Jimmy Steele. He released a video, uh, there was a video post on there that uh, explained what the changes for 2024 were in NADAC. Uh, there weren't a lot, uh, but I will go over those and make a few comments about how I feel about some of those. Um, 
after I take a short break. But before I do that, I'll remind everybody again, I already did it once. If you'd like to share any comments with me, if you'd like to be a guest, because I really would like to get back to getting guests, but that's, I, it's partly me, but if you'd like to volunteer, I'll lock you in real quick. Um, if you want to email to be a guest, you want to share some comments about anything on my podcast, you can always email me at offcourse at optimum.net. Offcourse at optimum.net. And as I always say, that is always in the show notes for the show. And I'm going to try. I don't know if I know how to do it, but I'm going to try. Uh, I know that the Apple podcast player recently changed where sometimes the podcast will show a picture for each individual episode. So I'm going to try to drop a, a picture on this podcast. So I don't know what players, you know, pod, how you listen to the podcast. But for this podcast, I might try to drop a individual picture for just this episode. And it, it's nothing more in case you don't get it. It's not anything exciting. It's just going to be like the uh, a few of these facts that I just shared with you that uh, on a on a, a graphic that uh, Spotify sent me. So uh, I will uh, share that as a picture on this episode as the I guess you call it the title, the title picture for this particular episode of my podcast. Uh, so Bell might be replaced. The picture of Bell on the dog walk might be replaced for this particular episode with this other picture. But we'll see how it, we'll see how it goes, and I'll see how it comes to me when I get my own podcast on on the Apple Player on my phone. All right, so taking a break. I'll be back in a few. And I'm back after taking a little break on my end. In reality, it'll only be a few seconds for you. Uh, so I'm going to just mention a few things uh, that NADAC uh, has said are going to change in 2024 and maybe some of my comments. So in 2025, uh, championships will be out in Gillette. Uh, this we already knew um, over the last few years, championships have been they like this year in 2023 they were in uh, Springfield Ohio and then uh, in 2025 they're going to Gillette however in this video they announced that and this was there was I'm gonna say NADAC did not give a lot of transparency in why they made this decision they were very vague in, in the video, and I have not seen anything more anywhere explaining the decision, really. But anyway, they are not going to go back to Springfield in 2026. Is that right? Yeah, right. Because let's see. Oh, wait a minute. No, no. Wait a minute. I have this all wrong. I'm sorry. Why do I have the wrong dates written down on my note here? 2025. This was 2023, so 2024 should be Gillette. So this coming year, which is 2024, championships will be in Gillette, Wyoming. Whatever I said previously, I might have said the wrong year. Um, and then 2025, the way they had been going, they would have, well, 
they would have probably gone back to Springfield, Ohio. But apparently, uh, they didn't want, they don't want to go to Springfield due to issues. And that's where there was no transparency, really. They mentioned hotels in the area. Uh, I don't know if some people said they didn't feel safe there. Jimmy mentioned on the video there was a theft from the RV area at uh, Springfield. Now, obviously, I didn't go this year, so I don't know. However, I was in Springfield, Ohio uh, with my sister in 2019 and in 2021. And Jimmy alluded that there had been issues in 2021. Um, well, if there were, I didn't know anything about it, and I was there. Um, so I can only assume part of it is, is safety or something, or, I mean, there's definitely hotels in that area. Um, maybe they're having trouble with uh, hotels that allow dogs. Um, but all I'm saying, there was no transparency on that. So it's very disappointing that for anyone on the eastern side of the country, uh, that there will not be a NADAC championship again until maybe 2026. So what they said in the video is that in 2026, which is going to be off a little because, you know, it, it was the odd years. It was on, and I'm, I'm saying East Coast, uh, the eastern side of the country, I'll say. Uh, over the last few years. In 2017, it was at Sun, I think it was Sunbury, Ohio, which I was at. And 2019, they went to Springfield, Ohio at the championship, uh, Champions Center or something to that effect, as it's called, which was definitely an improvement from the place that we were in in Sunbury, Ohio. And then they returned there in 2021. Um, so now there won't be maybe an east, eastern or central and who knows wh where they're going to go uh, until maybe 2026 because they've decided they don't want to return back to the Champion Center in Springfield because of some issues that they were very unclear about. Um, you got to remember, I live in New Jersey. I live in New Jersey. I've lived in this area all my life. In New Jersey, you lock the door of your house, which actually I don't always do, but when I go to bed at night, it's locked. Uh, I always lock my car. I always lock anything that's outside, shed, anything. I lock it. Not that there's people running around stealing all the time, but you never know what comes through. Um, so I have a high awareness of my environment. And I guess because I do live here in New Jersey, I go to environments. I mean, I sometimes go into the city. I, I'm aware of my circumstances. When I was in Springfield, Ohio at the Championship Center in 2021, I didn't feel unsafe. Now, sure, in two years, things could have changed. But I didn't feel unsafe at the site. I was going in there to my stall sometimes late at night. Uh, you know, late at night, I mean, you know, agility late, you know, 7 o'clock, 7 p.m., 8 p.m. I was going to take a shower where I was walking from my pop-up camper 
to the shower area in the front of the center at like nine o'clock to take a shower sometimes. And so was my sister. And she was taking, I mean, we were walking around and we didn't feel unsafe. So I, I mean, they didn't say it was an unsa unsafe situation. They just implied there was something wrong with hotels and the brief mention of there was a theft in the RV section this year in 2023. Once again, they didn't even say what was the theft is of. I mean, you know, to me, if somebody took something small, well, okay. If it was left outside, okay. Um, you know, sometimes things work. I'm, I'm used, I mean, I am used to that. Even camping, wherever I camp, I don't leave too much stuff out if I can help it. And I mean, granted, it's bad. I mean, if somebody got lost something, but once again, they didn't say what it was. So a theft. <laughs> they didn't say if something was broken into. They just said a theft. I mean, did somebody have their barbecue grill out and somebody walked off with it? I mean, I don't know what was stolen. Um, there, you know, it makes a difference to me. Uh, but like I said, I have a high awareness of, of things. And in my life here in New Jersey, I've been affected by crime. Uh, so I don't, you know, I like specifics. Tell me the specifics. Um, and they didn't. And, and the fact that he alluded that something was wrong in 2021, I wasn't aware of it. If there was some sort of safety issue in 2021, shouldn't they have told us? Uh, shouldn't they have had that in the morning briefing? I, I don't know. Anyway, I'm ramping. But the fact that this now, there will be no NADAC championship in the east or even center or central to the eastern side of the country, it's going to be making NADAC even less likely to be a venue that people are going to want to use here uh, on this side. It, I mean, part of my podcast this year in 2023 was the fact that I went to the last NADAC trial in New Jersey. As far as I know, looking at the 2024 trial calendar, it's true. There's no trials for me in New Jersey anymore. When I first started way back in NADAC in 2005, 2005, 2006, that's when I first started, there were probably one, two, three, four, five, six. There were probably at least six to seven trials. I'll, I'll, I'll just settle on six. Six trials that I could drive to from my house that were less than two hours drive. So in other words, I could day trip. I didn't have to stay at a hotel if I didn't want to. I didn't have to go camping. You know, I could do that. Uh, down at Woodstown, I, you know, quickly found that I wanted to go down there and camp. So that's what I did. And I would stay down there because that was like two hours. You know, that was just too, that's way too far. Two hours is way too far to, to do in a day. But like there were, I used to go to Pennsylvania. All the Pennsylvania trials that used to do NADAC, they're all gone. There's nothing in Pennsylvania. I don't even know if there's anything in Pennsylvania in 2024 right now on the NADAC calendar. Because all the things in Pennsylvania, they've just dried up for NADAC. There's nothing. There's pretty much nothing. Where I used to go to like two different clubs in Pennsylvania that ran NADAC. And it was less than an hour and a half. So I could go drive and spend the day. And then I just drove home. It, it was totally easy to do. But now I can't. So for someone in this area, 
it's going to make NADAC trials even less likely. And I know uh, I saw a comment from Maureen DeHaan about the video, and she her trials have been very small in New York, which is only about an hour and 20 minutes from me. They, that was a trial I could drive to for the day if I wanted to, but she is at a fairground, so over the years I did tend to camp up there too. Um, she's not sure she's going to have trials because she had to cancel her one in October. And now if this just dries up more people from doing NADEC, then she may not be having trials anymore. So there's another two trials that were reasonably a reasonable distance for people in New Jersey that will be gone. So anyway, you can tell I'm not happy. That news was not happiness for me. And from my sister's point of view, she has a very young puppy. Well, it's not a puppy anymore, but she's getting to the point where she might be able to compete in 2024. She might debut in, in NADAC, perhaps. But, you know, we've already said, well, maybe you got to start looking for another venue because NADAC's dying here. And taking the, the championship event away for three years, essentially. Uh, 2024, 2025, and then maybe 2026, and who knows where they're going to locate it. Maybe he's going to go to somewhere in Texas. That's that's a long drive from the northeast part of, you know, the east coast. And there's a lot of competitors in the Maryland area. There's some up in, in New England. There's some in New York. But, uh, you know, where that championship is held affects it and i realize it affects people from the other side so when it's on the east side people from the west coast aren't going and then like people in texas that i know i i had met people from texas in uh, springfield ohio and i remember one of them telling me that really they i think they said it was like an 11 or 12 hour ride to springfield and for them, it was about the same to get to Gillette, like 11 or 12. That's a long trip, you know, 12 hours to get to Gillette. Um, but for me, it's like, you know, you're talking like all day. You're talking all day of driving to get to Gillette. So you're telling me I can't go. And my dog, remember, I, you know, yeah, I'll get into it in a future episode. But Trace, is, he's already six because of COVID, because of reasons of my own. He hasn't done a lot of trialing. He hasn't got a lot of cues. You know, the chance of maybe being able to go in 2025, I thought, well, maybe I can go pre-elite. You know, maybe I can get him in pre-elite. He's going to be, he, he probably might even be in a veteran by then. I don't, I don't know what the numbers would be or the, the dates, whether I would even be able to do it. But, uh, you know, or I thought, well, you know, to that, you know, another two years, maybe I can put him in elite. Anyway, I'm, I'm as an ADEC guy, I'm not real happy about this that decision at all especially because there was no transparency back to me what the reasons were very nebulous very nebulous anyway i'll get off that soapbox then the next thing in the 2024 nadac channel uh, <laughs> update changes changes for that are coming up and this one doesn't take effect right away but you might want to be aware of it as you go to the few trials that you might be able to go in 2024 um, they are bringing back the hike card. 
requirement. And this is partly, they said, because of Champs, which always was a little weird. Because, like, Belle, when my sister went to Champs for the first time with Belle, you ha she had to get a form filled out. And I think we got it filled out by Ron Young um, to, to measure her. It wasn't a height card form, but it was just a measurement for Champs to say, yes, she's 14 inches or less. <laughs> she just made 14 inches. But uh, so we had to have this form, and I guess they have to do that. And so now with a permanent height card, they won't have to do that. Of course, it doesn't matter for East Coast dogs because none of us are going to go for three years probably. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, get off that soapbox, Ed. Um, so anyway, that requirement, though, that you must have a permanent height card isn't going to take effect until 2025. So if I remember how permanent height cards work, because I did have one for Dino, at the time they were required back then again, uh, you, you get a form and you have to have it signed by three judges. So that usually meant you had to go to three trials. However, Jimmy said something about you could have it done by any NADAC judges at a trial. He didn't make that clear, but when I do go to trials in the East Coast, because there are so few, often there are more judges than one. So, like, if there happened to be the judge judging the event, you know, judging the trial, and then you have two judges that are competitors, I'm assuming what he said means you could get all three of those judges to sign it, and you might be able to knock out that permanent hike card form right there at your first NADAC trial, if you're lucky enough to have some other judges at the trial. That was my take on that. And then the final thing that they had, um, final thing he talked about. Oh, and on the height card, he said they would have, they would come up with a streamlined submission. So maybe you could take a picture of the form and just email it to NADAC instead of putting it in an envelope with your stamp, which I don't even know how much stamps are anymore. You know, I buy the forever stamps, but then I forget how much they are. So well, financial advice. If you are a person who still uses stamps, just buy a bunch of stamps. It's a good investment. They're good for forever, and you'll lock in whatever the current price is because they seem to raise them two, three, four cents every year, five cents. You know, that's 5% on your investment right there. So buy some stamps. Invest in your future. Uh, keep the post office in business. Uh, anyway. Uh, so there might be some way to streamline your entry of uh, your submission of the uh, form for your hike card. And I think he said there's still the way under. So if you get one judge and they say, oh, this dog's way under or whatever the height is, I think they're able to say this, that and then you just need the one judge. I think he said that's still in effect. Um, and then gamblers. The final thing that Jimmy talked about in the NADAC changes for 2024 was gamblers. I think this one was going to be in effect right away, that um, they're going to just put a maximum course time on there that will be the time plus 60 seconds. So I don't remember what height it was, but they had an example, like some dog like gets 46 seconds. So the max time would be 46 seconds plus 20 seconds. I don't remember what height this is plus 20 seconds uh so it would be 66 seconds so if you're on the course past 66 seconds i guess the the person and the judge say you know 
thank you. And I don't know if the timer like tugs. Usually, gambler sometimes the person doing the scoring is right next to the judge, which would mean the judge probably can see the timer. Um, that's not always the case, but it some seems to be how it's done at some of the trials I've been to recently with gamblers. Um, but anyway, so if you hit the 66 seconds, you'd get a thank you and elimination and be told to go off. And um, I mean, the logic on that one, the way Jimmy explained it, made perfect sense to me. I don't have any quibble with this one because we know that in gamblers, every second you're over, you lose two points. So, uh, you know, I think he was on the video. He said, you know, elite needs 50 points in gamblers to queue. Uh, I, know, I don't know that. I mean, that's what he said. I'm pretty sure that's correct. I know in novice, you only need 30. Uh, it's pretty good. And actually, that's the one class my dog might actually get out of novice gamblers and get his superior soon. I think he's get. I think he already might be at the, um, uh, what's the middle one? Oh, man, I'm blanket. Uh, I know it's an O. Outstanding. Yeah, I think he may have his outstanding novice gamblers because at the last trial I went to, he got one cue that was 20 points and he got one cue that was 15. And I was like ecstatic. Um, so we, we racked up the points uh, and got into the bonus cue area. Anyway, so, yeah, but going back to it, so 20 seconds, that's 40 points off your score. So you would have to have at the elite level you'd need a score of like 90 or more within 60 or and the time is less i think at elite well it depends on the, the height of your dog it depends on the height of your dog but you'd have to get all those points in a very short amount of time which probably unlikely to happen so that one made a lot of sense the only other thing he said about that was that similar to any agility all the other agility course he said the timer will start when you pass the pain of the first hoop, the starting hoop. Now, the only thing I got with that is at the last trial I was at, at the elite level, a lot of people decide, and I assume it still would be the same, a lot of handlers walked out into the course and took the starting hoop coming toward the ring fence because it allowed you then because of the way the obstacles were it allowed you to go through the starting hoop start the timer and then go into i think it might have been a set of weaves or a tunnel and then you could curve in and get more points in the forward part of the course and the gamble was like off in the left corner i'll say um, so it gave you more points to work your way then over to where the gamble actually was so that to me is a little unclear. That's going to have to be cleared up at a, at a trial when you see a gambler's course and you see a hoop that you want to start on the backside of. Um, passing the pain there, pain of that hoop, like if your dog didn't go through it at the elite level, that's probably not going to happen. But um, if somehow your dog ran around the side of the hoop uh, going the wrong direction, I guess the timer would get started when it, you know, the dog went by that hoop. But uh, that was the only quibble I had with that part is that that'll have to be clarified because that what I just described could be in any class and any handler. And not every handler did that. And at the trial I was at that I'm talking about, I saw like, you know, there were 
a number of handlers that did it the first run and those same handlers did it the second run. But then on the second run, because it was a double run uh, trial, uh, there were more people doing it that way the second round because, you know, you see somebody, oh, like, oh, that's a good idea. I think I should try that. So anyway, I did see a lot of that. All right, I think really that was it. It, was, it wasn't that long a video. I talked way more than the length of that video was. And, of course, that was because of my soapbox thing about the championships. Um, so, anyway, but that's my commentary on, on that. So, uh, of those things, the championship thing, well, that, that kind of takes effect in two years because in 2025, it's going back to Gillette. So, two years in a row in Gillette and then in 2026, there's a big question mark as to where championships will be. Um, but, you know, it's the end of 2023, so you got two, two years. I mean, anybody starting a dog or a dog that's, you know, you might have thought that you were going to go to pre-elite or, or elite for your first time in 2025 on the, on the East Coast or Central, you know, East Coast side of the country, well, you're not going to do it. Oh, I'm launching into this again. I'm not going to do that. Anyway, that's it for the, uh, uh, oh, I was kind of reviewing. So you had the championship thing, the hike card thing, which really doesn't take effect till uh, 2025, but you want to get it done in 2024 so you can get that. And then the gamblers. So those were really, I believe those were really the only three items that they mentioned in the 2024 update. It was not much. All right, so before I end this podcast, I'm just going to talk a little bit more. And once again, I'm, I'm blobbling away here so I can see that the podcast is going to be a little bit, going to be more than a half hour, that's for sure. Uh, the future of this podcast in 2024. Once again, I encourage you to follow this podcast if you can stand me wangling on on my pod, uh, you know, on my soapbox too many times. Um, but my intention, I would really like to do at least six episodes again. This is the seventh, but, you know, if I get six real episodes done next year and a seventh, like a wrap-up, that's just a personal thing I would like to do. But of those seven, I would really like to have some guests. Uh, I would like to have some guests. I don't want to just spout off at you guys um, because, you know, I don't know if I would follow me spouting off. Um I like to think my opinions are at least interesting, but only you, my listeners, can be judge of that. So I would, I would like to have some guests. I'm going to try to find some guests. If I could find three guests this year, I would be really happy. If I could find five or six, I would be ecstatic. But I'm going to make an effort this year. I just have not. Uh, been making enough of an effort uh, because it does I got an email I got to get in touch with someone and then I got to hook up you know for an hour to do that do it um, and uh, you know it takes a little work but I really I, I enjoy talking to everyone who I've talked to and I miss doing it so I will try to get guests back uh, this year and I will mention, though, that my very next podcast, I have a feeling I won't have a guest, but maybe I will. I will try. Um, but at some point, uh, one of my earlier podcasts in this year, let's say, will be probably, probably just talking about my own planning of my own trials that I might go to this year. 
because I have started looking at the trial calendar for 2024, as I kind of indicated. Um, and I may try, you know, I, like I did have my episode about getting a new RV. So I may try to go to a few new places this year. Um, so I will probably talk about that in one podcast. And perhaps uh, my sister will join me. And if she doesn't join me, I'll just have her opinions. Because, you know, if I go to a trial, my sister's going to go to the trial most likely. And like I said, her, her, I'll still say puppy, her puppy Violet, I mean, she is taking classes. Um, she is thinking that maybe it's, you know, Vi maybe Violet might be able to debut this year at some trial. So that would be excellent. So to have two beagles at a trial we really would be the beagle crew because some people at some of the trials we go to oh the beagles are here well if if my sister gets to start trialing in addition to my guy trace and you know bell bell is hanging around with us usually but uh, she's no longer trialing and we really are the beagle crew then all right i think that does it for this one uh i already kind of said it earlier uh, you know Feel free to reach out to me uh, if you want to be a guest. Comments, of course, at Optimum.net. That's always in the uh, show details of each episode. And if you are going to a trial in the winter, which is not something I do too much anymore, never really did trial much in the winter, um, I wish you happy trialing. <laughs>